Hey everyone, my name is Eric Escobar and I'm the Tech Talker. Christmas is almost here and many of us are still scrambling to buy last minute gifts for our friends and family. That's probably why I've received a ton of questions recently about specific technical jargon that may stump us when choosing which gadgets to purchase at the store or online. So in this week's episode, I'll be covering some terms thrown around the tech world that help you compare and contrast electronics and make the best gift decisions possible. This is my second episode in my Ask the Geek series, where I tackle listener questions. If you want to check out part one of the series, it's on the Tech Talker website at techtalker.quickanddirtytips.com. But first, this podcast is brought to you by lynda.com, a leading online learning company that helps you learn software, business, and creative skills to achieve personal and professional goals. Find out why subscribers worldwide rely on it to learn anytime, anywhere, and at their own pace with top-quality video tutorials. Try it free for seven days. Visit lynda.com slash tech to receive your free trial. That's lynda.com slash tech, T-E-C-H. Now, as a listener of the Tech Talker podcast, there are a ton of awesome courses to choose from. Some of the ones that I recommend are how to use Gmail like a pro and how to make a custom web app for an iPad. Memberships start at just $25 per month, and it provides unlimited 24-7 access to top-quality video courses taught by expert instructors with real-world experience. And you can even learn on-the-go with lynda.com optimized mobile site or a free iPhone and iPad app for members. Listener Nancy sent me a Facebook message about RPMs on hard drives. She wondered why solid-state drives, or SSDs, don't have an RPM speed. This is a great question, Nancy, and I'm sure other folks are wondering the same thing. Let me break it down by explaining a few of the terms in her question. First, RPMs. When you hear this term, you first probably think of your car. Well, that's not entirely wrong. Hard disk drives are measured in the same way as your engine. RPM stands for revolutions per minute. This means that a hard drive with a speed of 7,200 RPMs can spin around 7,200 times in one minute. The general rule of thumb is that the faster the RPMs, the faster your hard drive will be able to recover your data. Most laptops will have a drive speed of 5,400 RPMs, which is slower to save battery life. Most desktop hard drives have a speed of 7,200 RPMs, and some even go as high as 10,000 RPMs. So why don't solid-state drives have a speed rating? Well, that's because SSD stands for solid-state drive. This means that the drive has no moving parts, including a spinning platter that you would find on traditional hard disk drives. Because there's nothing to spin, it wouldn't be accurate to measure its output in RPMs. And this raises the question, How do we measure the speed of a solid-state drive, Eric? Well, I'm glad you asked. A solid-state drive speed is measured in read speed and write speed. Read speed is how fast your computer can tell what's on the drive, and write speed is how fast you can record information to the drive. Okay, okay. I know I just threw a lot at you, so let's do a quick recap. SSD stands for solid-state drive. HDD stands for a hard disk drive. RPM is revolutions per minute, write speed is how fast a computer can record information, and read speed is how fast a computer can recall information on the drive. Whew! Thanks again to our sponsor, lynda.com. With lynda.com, you can learn software, business, and creative skills to achieve personal and professional goals. 
Try lynda.com free for seven days by visiting lynda.com slash tech. That's lynda.com slash tech. Now I'll be moving on to another listener question that also has some great terminology. Listener David asked me about the difference between USB 2.0, USB 3.0, Thunderbolt, eSATA, and FireWire. Now to give this some context, these are all computer connections that transfer data from the computer to a device. However, each is different in some key ways. So here's the quick and dirty on these four types of connections. You're probably most familiar with the USB or thumb drive, as it has been adopted widely across the tech world. USB 3.0 is basically the next iteration of USB 2.0, which has a max speed of 5 gigabits along with other improvements. Firewire is generally used for video and has a speed of 800 megabits per second or 0.8 gigabits per second. Next is eSATA, and it's mostly used for connecting to external hard drives and has a speed of around 6 gigabits per second. So the last of these connections is Thunderbolt. Now this was created by Intel and is used mostly in Apple products. It has the ability to transfer video and has a data transfer speed of up to 10 gigabits per second. Hence, it's a lightning fast name, Thunderbolt. And this brings me to my next clarification, and that is the difference between bits and bytes. These terms are thrown around the internet and the tech world all the time, but they can lead to substantial confusion if not used properly. A bit is one value of information. It is either a one or a zero. A byte, on the other hand, is made up of eight bits. Now, this distinction is huge when it comes to measuring data on a computer. When you consider that an average picture is eight megabytes, that's eight million bytes which, if converted to bits, would be around 64 million bits as compared to the 8 million bytes. And so for another example, when I just said that a Thunderbolt cable could transfer 10 gigabits per second, that means that it can transfer 10 billion ones and zeros in one second. However, for reasons I'll go into in another podcast, computers measure their data in bytes. This means that in order to find out how long it will take to transfer a file, you'll have to divide a given speed that was given in bits by 8 in order to convert it into bytes. So if my hard drive has a speed of 800 megabits per second, that really translates to only 100 megabytes per second. This may not seem like such a big deal, but this type of speed difference could affect any streaming movies or music if you don't have a fast enough connection. Or if you're comparing two different products, as some companies will post the amount of bits rather than bytes, in order to make their products seem better. It will definitely pay off to be aware of this not-so-subtle difference. This distinction is tricky, and I even forget about it when reviewing the packaging of some items I'm looking to purchase. The trick is to remember that megabits are abbreviated with a capital M and a lowercase b, and megabytes are abbreviated with a capital M and a capital B. So just keep that in mind the next time you go by the store. Well, that's all for today. Be sure to check out all of my episodes at techtalker.quickanddirtytips.com. And if you have any further questions about this podcast or want to make a suggestion for a future episode, post your comments on the Tech Talker Facebook page. And until next time, I'm the Tech Talker, keeping technology simple. Mm -hmm.